0: Lord, our Heavenly Father, we give you thanks for this privilege of appearing before you in the name of Jesus, your only begotten Son, our Lord, and our Savior. What a privilege you have given us to come before you, your great throne of grace, to give you worship, to give you praise, to give you thanks, honor, and glory for all the benefits you have bestowed upon us with your loving hand. Moment by moment, you have been keeping us. You daily load us with your numberless blessings and benefits. Your angels have been watching over us, preserving our going out and our coming in. This very life that we live, this very breath that we breathe, you have given to us in your mercy and your grace. O Lord, you are good to us, and we pause to give you thanks for every benefit we enjoy at your loving hand. We remember before you today those around us who do not know you as uh, their only Lord and Savior and just as you sent someone to find us to search us out and find us and teach us the way to salvation send someone to them help them let your spirit draw them as you have promised let your spirit draw them whoever they are or family or friends or acquaintances and others Oh, that they may know you and be able to rejoice in your salvation. And those who know you, help them, Lord, to be drawn still closer to you, to leave the things of the world behind, and to cling to you without fail. We pray for all those who are in mourning today. Send comfort to them. Bless them as you promised, cause those who are on the persecution for your sake to be delivered. The ones who are going through any form of distress, persecution for righteousness sake, those who are facing deprivations, those who are overcome by fear, by doubt, by discouragement and depression, sadness and anxiety, evil pressures from the pits of darkness. O Lord, those who are overcome by guilt and condemnation, let them know your forgiveness. Let them know your cleansing power. Let them know your deliverance, set them free from all condemnation. For there is forgiveness with you, a broken and a contrite heart you will not despise. And those who come to you, you will in no wise cast them out. Dear Father, lift every burden, wipe away every tear, remove every fear and set your people free for with you nothing is impossible we pray for your believing saints across the globe for your ministers your workers your witnesses pour out your spirit upon them all of them that they will be stirred to carry out the assignment you have entrusted to them and do so with joy. Let them arise and build the kingdom. Again, Father, we pray for the leaders of the nations. We ask you to so work in them that they may fulfill your purpose for these times. Touch their heart with your power for their heart is in your hand. Their ways are not hidden from you. Use them to help prepare the way for the soon return of your Son, our Lord and Savior. And for the nations and peoples who are struggling under the stress of drought and famine and floods and wars and natural disasters, economic reverses, social and moral and cultural collapse and decay, whatever is the situation there, Father. Let your healing, restorative hand begin anew to work in those situations. Let repentance and forgiveness begin today. Send a great revival over all the lands and every island of the sea. For if your people call by your name shall humble themselves and pray and seek your face and turn from their wicked ways, you promised that you will hear from heaven, you will forgive their sins, and you will heal their land. For the Lord, we are a people who stand in need of your help, your deliverance, your forgiveness, your grace and mercy. Let the work in us begin here and now, in the mighty name of Jesus. We pray for households, for families, wherever. This voice is being heard, and wherever this word is reaching, help them supply their every need, answer the cry of their heart, and grant them peace and order and unity within the household. We rebuke every work of the enemy. We rebuke the spirit of division. We rebuke the spirit of insubordination. We pray that parents shall guide their children, and children shall obey their parents, and husbands shall love their wives, and wives submit to their husbands. Let unity and harmony prevail in every home, this day, and every day hereafter. In Jesus' great and mighty name, amen and amen. Praise God. We are reading today from the book of the prophet Isaiah. It's going to be chapter 61, verses 1 to 3. That is Isaiah 61, verses 1 to 3. And I am using for our convenience the New King James Version. The Spirit of the Lord God is upon me because the Lord has anointed me to preach good tidings to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives and the opening of the prison to those who are bound, to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord and the day of vengeance of our God To comfort all who mourn, to console those who mourn in Zion, to give them beauty for ashes, the oil of joy for mourning, the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness, that they may be called trees of righteousness, the planting of the Lord, that he may be. Glorified. That is Isaiah chapter 61 from verse 1 to verse 3, reading from the New King James Version. This major book of prophecy, Isaiah, containing 66 chapters, like unto the 66 books of the Bible, and it is conveniently divided into two sections like the Bible. Uh, The first section is 39 chapters long and the second section is 27 chapters long as there are 39 books in the Old Testament of our Bible and 27 in the New Testament of our Bible. Isaiah's prophetic account spans 39 chapters of judgment and condemnation and 27 chapters of comfort, hope, joy and peace. So the 40th chapter of Isaiah begins, comfort ye, comfort ye my people. Say to Jerusalem, her warfare is accomplished and her iniquity is pardoned. The New Testament offers comfort to all men, everywhere, based on their faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. In our world of today, it is surprising the number of persons who need to be comforted. Yes, this this is a world of plenty, but also it is a world of poverty. It is a world of energy but it is also a world of pain, a world of happiness. Yet, there are those whose lives and outlook are filled with sadness, and it is a fact that those who know joy and peace today may one day wake up to a situation that could make them sorrowful. And this is one of the big reasons While we're focusing today on this passage in Isaiah 61, 1 to 3, it is in preparation for the time when it is possible for you and for me to see a turn in the events of our life or that of our family and friends or loved ones. We're not living in fear of evil befalling us. We're not pessimistic in our outlook. But we want to be strong and to remain strong if or when things come across our way like tests and temptations and trials. They will come. But it is important that when those do come, they find us strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. And we don't make the preparations then but we make the preparations before. The psalmist said, Thy word have I hid in my heart that I might not sin against thee. The words of our text today are to fortify you for tomorrow. This word today fills up your lamp with oil. It trims your weak soul to speak that when shout is given, behold, the bridegroom cometh, go ye out to meet him. You are ready and totally prepared to meet him. Lamps burning bright and not flickering in the evening wind. The comfort you are receiving from today's word in Isaiah 61, 1-3 is not just for today. You may well need are living by faith, you need an answer for any of the possible scenarios that may fall along your pathway. You must be able to respond like Jesus did when he said to that old devil, it is written, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceedeth from the mouth of God doth man live, Jesus had the answer from the word of God for that wicked one. And you and I need the answer from the word of God for any day that the wicked one attempts to confront us and to throw a spanner into the works. In Isaiah 61, 1, we have a prophecy that Jesus fulfilled by his coming to earth. 2,000 years ago, and he accomplished certain things for you and for me. Jesus received an anointing from his heavenly father, firstly, to open up the good news from heaven to all of us who receive his message. He preached the gospel to the poor. No one came to Jesus rich, full, flourishing, and in need of nothing. Every convert came to him, poor, miserable, naked, blind, weary, worn, and sad. We were all lost in sin. Like lost sheep, we were gone astray, incapable of finding the way to God. We were totally lost. There were no maps, no landmarks. No GPS, no radar, no compasses. If he didn't pick us up out of the darkness, we would have been feeling our way around in the darkness with fearful consequences. Thank God Jesus found us and brought to us the good news. He heard our cry, he heard our prayers, he heard our pleadings. And he brought us the good news of the gospel. He brought us to the light of salvation. Secondly, in this passage of Isaiah 61, we see Jesus healed and continues to heal our broken hearts. There is no medical prescription the doctor can give for your broken heart. Only Dr. Jesus holds that prescription, and he grants it to the penitent who surrender their life to him. Was it David who said, A broken and a contrite heart, O Lord, you will not despise. Jesus did it for all of us. Do you remember that time when our heart was so broken, we wondered if we would be able to rise again? God came through for us in Jesus. Yes, what happened to that old heartbreak, that old heart that we had? Where did it go? Jesus took it all away, and he still heals the broke-hearted today. Come to him with your broken heart, and you will experience his healing power. Jesus thirdly declared liberty to the captives, whom the Son sets free, is free indeed, John 8 and 36. There is a freedom that comes to the believer in Christ. Many testified they never dreamed that a personal experience of salvation in Christ could have been so liberating for them The psalmist said, Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. Blessed is the man who trusts in him. Yes, there is a whiteness in God's mercy. I used to hear my mother singing a hymn like this. I don't have all the words, but I'll make up a few words as we go, but it'll have the same sense. There is a whiteness in God's mercy, like the whiteness of the sea. There is a greatness in his power, which is more than liberty. Yes, those words touch my life since I was a child. If you take the Savior into your life, you will experience a liberty like you have never imagined. What you thought to be impossible, God would make it possible. When you believe. Fourthly, Jesus Christ opens up all prison doors. Hand over that addiction to Him today, and He will miraculously set your spirit free, opening the prison door that has uh, kept you bound. Whether it is that door that ties you up, whether it is that prison, rather. That binds you up in connection with drugs, in connection with nicotine, in connection with emotional outbursts, in connection with attitudes that are unpleasing to Christ, the Lord is able to loose you out from that prison. Whatever keeps you down, whatever keeps you from advancing in life, or advancing on the job, or advancing in your striving for peace and happiness in this life. Whatever is hindering you, it's a prison that's holding you down, holding you back, pressing you down, uh, tying your legs and causing you not to be able to advance forward or upward. Jesus came to give you liberty from that kind of bondage. Turn that lifestyle over to him. For one, it may be nicotine. For another, it may be gambling. For another, it may be hard drugs. And yet another, passion, anger, short fuses. You are ready to explode for no reason. You are always looking for an occasion to begin The contention or argument or the stress or struggle, or you may be ready for a heated argument, you are in a prison. Jesus will let you out today if you ask him now. This kind of lifestyle is not the kind that, uh, that came to you by the death of Jesus on the cross of Calvary. This kind of lifestyle is from the old man, the old nature. Jesus gives new life. He opens up the prison door for all those who are bound there. So walk out. Walk away. Walk free today in Jesus' name. Jesus paid it all. All to him you owe. Sin did leave. A crimson stain, but the blood of Christ washed it white as snow. Step away by faith, declaring that he is your deliverer. He is your victory. In him you can do all things, Philippians 4 and 13. Fifthly, Jesus brought us to the days when God is ready to accept the offering of ourselves, our sacrifice, our sins, our life, our future to him. He brought us to the days when we can present ourselves, our bodies, soul, and spirit as a sacrifice to him. These are the days of salvation. The door of God's grace is now widely open. It will not be opened forever, and it will not be open for long. While it is called today, open your heart, repent, and believe the gospel. This is the time acceptable, appropriate, and right in the sight of God. The door is wide open. Enter while you may. The day of vengeance is coming, and no one is looking forward to that day. While This day is the acceptable time in God's sight. Who is looking for a day of vengeance? We are looking to the mercy of God available today and available right now. That day of vengeance is for those who would like to exchange this day of acceptance for that day of vengeance. God leaves us with a clear choice. He leaves us with an important decision. Choose you this day whom you will serve. Be careful to choose wisely. Verse 2 of Isaiah 61 offers comfort to those who mourn in Zion. These are good and glorious days in the sense that God's good Gifts stand available to all who choose to believe in Christ and in God's good graces and mercy. The grace and mercy of God flows in your direction, your way. You are still found mourning even while grace is flowing around you and about you and above you and beneath you. You need step in to God's grace and mercy by accepting Christ and allowing him to become Lord of your life. Yes, he's calling you to receive comfort. This is still within the time that is acceptable. Come you who are mourning. There is abundant comfort awaiting you in the arms of God's grace and mercy through Jesus Christ. You shall be comforted if you are discomforted at this time. If you are mourning at this time, comfort has been promised to you. Don't sit in that corner and mope and mourn and have a long pity party. The Lord is calling you from that condition, from that position, from that attitude to one of comfort and strength. Number six, God offers to all beauty in the place of ashes. In olden times, people in grief and sorrow would pour ash from the fireplace upon themselves, upon their clothing, upon their head, even massaging the ash onto their skin and even their face. By this, they were telling the world that they are in a state of mourning. Of course, the ash distorted their looks. Jesus takes away the ash from our countenance by his miracle power. And he replaces the distortion with a new kind of beauty, a lasting beauty and a beauty of attractiveness, a beauty for that ash. Christ offers you today beauty for ashes. Stretch out both hands in faith and of faith and take upon yourself the beauty of Jesus. Put off the ash and take the beauty that comes from him. The songwriter says, let the beauty of Jesus be seen in me, all his wonderful passions and purity. O thou spirit divine, all my nature refined till the beauty of jesus is seen in me let him give you beauty for ashes in the seventh place jesus turns our mourning into joy and laughter he drives away your sorrow faith in him causes you to renew your outlook in life your sorrow to be turned into gladness your burden to become lighter he rolls those burdens into the sea
1: of his forgetfulness
0: never to be remembered against you anymore it is one of his many miracles how he does it no one can explain how he turns our morning into joy who can explain release that burden on him. He will do as he promised. He is faithful that way. Trust in him. You remember the days when as a kid you used to sing, Jesus took my burdens and rolled them in the sea, rolled them in the sea, rolled them in the sea. Jesus took my burdens and rolled them in the sea. Never to be remembered anymore. Some people say we don't need those little choruses today but I tell you, the world is about the same in terms of burdens. Children are carrying burdens. Teenagers are carrying burdens. Families are carrying burdens. Husbands, oh, so many people are carrying burdens. But Jesus can roll your burdens away, and he will if you put your trust in him now. Next, he will replace your spirit of heaviness with a complete outfit of praise sadness becomes gladness gloominess becomes brightness jesus makes the loser to become a winner he is a miracle worker a game changer for that matter a winner for all times and all seasons make him your captain make him your coach make him your counselor In the ninth place, he gives continuity to your success, to your victory, to your transformation by making you as productive as a tree of his planting. Your leaves shall not wither or fail. He makes makes you to experience prosperity and progress and peace. Day into day, you have now become a tree planted by God Himself. What kind of weather can interfere with the tree God the Almighty has planted? He who begins the good work in you will complete it. Philippians 1 and 6. Change, improvement, and progress come about whenever. You and I put Jesus in charge of the game. He is a game changer. Let him take on your game today. Whoever is on his side is always a winner. You cannot lose, for in all these things that you may face, he says, through him, you are more than a conqueror. Finally, um, in Isaiah 61, verse number three, the entire purpose of your glory, of your blessing and your victory and your prosperity and your peace, the, the whole goal of all that is that God may be glorified, glorified by your success. When you see and experience the victories that come from Jesus, you will not help but glorify his holy name. For who else is able to do such wonderful works? Pick you up when you are down. Uh, when you're down and out, completely cure your heartache and your heartbreak. Set you free from the house of bondage. Cause you to be in the right place at the right time, like Eliezer, Abraham's servant, who testified, I being in the way. The Lord led me, Genesis 24 and 27, further. We see God's hand in warning us concerning the day of vengeance that is coming. There is still more words of comfort and consolation for those who are trusting in Jesus Christ and those who are giving to Christ their mourning. He's taking their mourning away and giving them garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness and beauty for ashes and joy for mourning yes he's given them the spirit of praise for a spirit of heaviness yes this is not the complete list friends look at it for yourself see what the lord has done for you believe it accept it and give him the glory Glorify his beautiful name. Echo the words of the emancipated children of God when they said, The Lord has done great things for us. Whereof we are glad. Rejoice, my sister. Glorify his name. He has done all things for you, and he has done it well. Open your mouth wide and give him the praise. I hear chains falling off. I see prison doors swinging open of their own accord. I see fetters breaking. I see smiles on faces that were once filled with sadness. I see and I hear wells springing up in their souls, so to speak. I hear joy bells ringing. The Lord has come and souls are being set free. The song I hear is the song of the soul set free. So rejoice in the Lord and give him thanks. Recheck Isaiah 61, 1 to 3. And every blessing you see there for the children of Israel, those blessings are for you because God loves you even so. He is wonderful. Father, we thank you for this time we spent in your presence today. We thank you for your presence. We thank you for your grace and your mercy. And we pray that this peace that you tell us about in Isaiah 61, it will come to our hearts. It will come to our home. It will come to our family. It will come to our children, our relatives, our friends, our acquaintances. Yay! It will even reach this entire nation. We thank you and praise you. In Jesus' name, amen and amen.